tonight, several Philippine universities cry foul after the military claims they're being used as recruitment venues for the armed communist movement. Philippine health authorities boost contact tracing efforts for more than a dozen cases of the UK variant of COVID-19. The Philippine government urges China to abide by international maritime rules after Beijing authorizes its Coast Guard to fire on foreign vessels in the disputed waters of the South China Sea. And hundreds of protesters against COVID-19 restrictions are arrested in the Netherlands. Good evening, I'm Tony Velasquez. I'm Karen Davila. On our broadcast tonight, a person claiming to be a former guerrilla is presented by Philippine military officials to allege widespread recruitment of university students to the communist rebel movement. But the universities being tagged as hotbeds of rebel recruitment dismiss the allegations. The Philippine defense chief, meanwhile, admits the armed forces should apologize for falsely identifying living persons as dead or arrested communist rebels. Shara Zambrano has tonight's top story. The military campaign to brand the University of the Philippines as a center of recruitment for the Communist New People's Army, or NPA, continues. On Friday, the military's fifth civil relations group introduced a certain Joy James Sagino, who claims that he was once a student of UP Visayas, who eventually joined the NPA. Sagino presented a matrix to show allegedly how widespread Communist Party influence is in the university, spearheaded by what he calls the National Youth and Students Bureau, or NYSB. Sagino says certain colleges inside UP are bailiwicks of the left. Sa mga baluwarte talaga ng mga no, left-leaning uh, organizing sa Diliman is of course the College of Arts and Letters, College of Mass Communications, College of Education, and College of Fine Arts. It's a direct community rin, ng, ano, ng community ng, ng UP Diliman ay also part din ng teritoryo, no? area of operation ng CPP Section Committee under UP Diliman. Hearing this, UP President Danilo Concepcion came to the university's defense, saying none of these accusations have been backed by evidence and are therefore merely distracting the public from real problems like the pandemic. Concepcion also says these accusations are endangering the lives of the students and teachers who are from these colleges and groups. But UP wasn't alone in being tagged for communist infiltration. Sagino claims the biggest universities in the Philippines have ongoing recruitment for the Communist Party and the NPA too. The NYSB has area. More specific sa mga, area, mga big universities sa National Capital Region. It also includes, um, of course, PUP, National University or the NU, De La Salle, University of Santo Tomas, Ateneo de Manila. In response, some of the country's top universities, Ateneo de Manila University, De La Salle University, Far Eastern University, and the University of Santo Tomas, joined forces to issue a statement of condemnation against the allegation. They said these accusations, which have been thrown at them since 2018, are getting old and are irresponsible because cast without proof. They asserted the people's constitutional right to free speech, thought, and assembly. 
In a separate statement, the Pamantasan ng Lunsod ng Maynila, or PLM, took the same position. PLM President Emmanuel Leco also condemned the red tagging of his university as without evidence and of ill timing, just as the teachers and students have been struggling with online learning. Leco called it an insult to their efforts to mold good citizens. Attorney Tony Lavinia, who himself teaches in these universities, said the military's red-baiting campaign is causing more people to get angry and lose their trust in the AFP. All of this will backfire. Kung ang estado kalaban na natin lahat, dahil kalokohan yung ginagawa nila, hindi yan mangyayari, di ba? At mas lalong lalakas yung insurgency. The waste of the money, 16 billion for anti-insurgency, billions in intelligence funds, uh, Clearly not spent properly, clearly misspent siya. It didn't help that the AFP tagged several UP alumni as killed and captured members of the NPA, only to have these individuals come out on public, alive and functioning. Sila po ay hindi na-capture at hindi rin The AFP was forced to apologize for the wrong tagging, saying they would investigate the matter further. Defense Secretary Delfin Lorenzana also called it an unpardonable gaffe, saying further that he would meet with UP officials within the week. Senator Panfilo Lacson said these erroneous taggings should be enough reason for Secretary Lorenzana to cancel the abrogation of the UP D&D Accord. The Senate, he says, will also now ask for more evidence from the AFP to back up the claims that they also made during Senate hearings as to the infiltration of the Communist Party in Philippine society. Meanwhile, retired Senior Associate Justice Antonio Carpio and his fellow petitioners against the Anti-Terrorism Act have called the attention of the Supreme Court to a Facebook post with the name of Antonio Parlade, which allegedly threatened those opposed to the new measure. They say Parlade's post violates the anti-terror law because it seeks to intimidate the general public or a segment thereof and create an atmosphere or spread a message of fear. Parlade is the commander of AFP Southern Luzon Command and the spokesperson of the National Task Force to End Local Communist Armed Conflict. Shara Zambrano, ABS-CBN News. Philippine health authorities ramp up contract or contact tracing efforts for more than a dozen cases of the UK variant of COVID-19. As Christine Sabilio tells us, several unidentified contacts of the UK variant cases have also tested positive for COVID-19. Currently, there are still 17 COVID cases in the Philippines infected with the more transmissible variant first detected in the United Kingdom. It was first detected in a man who arrived from Dubai on January 7. Last Friday, the number increased by 16. Two of those were overseas Filipino workers who arrived in the Philippines from Lebanon on December 29. Both tested positive for COVID and underwent isolation. They were later allowed to go home to Iloilo in Binangon and Rizal. There was also a man from Calamba, Laguna that did not have travel or exposure history but tested positive after being swabbed on December 10. Another case without a travel history was a man from La Trinidad, Benguet, who was swabbed on January 7 and tested positive despite being asymptomatic. Most of the new variant cases are from Bontoc Mountain Province. Of the 12 people who tested positive for the UK variant, is a married couple who arrived from the Philippines from the United Kingdom on December 13. They did not show symptoms until the end of December. So take note that based on the latest available data, our case from Calamba City is not linked to cases from La Trinidad or Bontoc. 
We are still verifying if there is a link between the La Trinidad case to the Bontoc cases. Verjera said they were able to detect many cases in the Cordillera Administrative Region because Baguio General Hospital kept samples in their biobank. Four of the relatives of the UK variant case in La Trinidad Benguet also tested positive for COVID, but it is not yet confirmed if they have the new variant. A total of 144 close contacts or contacts of close contacts of the 12 UK variant cases in Bontoc were identified. Of those tested, 74 were negative for COVID and 42 were positive. Out of those who tested positive, Eight are already included in the list of 12. Six did not have the UK variant and 28 have pending results from the Philippine Genome Center. Verjera said they are still looking for the actual index case of the UK variant in the Philippines. But for now, they are considering the couple from United Kingdom that arrived on December 13 as the index case. The Justice Department said they were also able to locate and turn over to the Health Department one of the two missing close contacts of the UK variant case from Dubai. The health department said there are now three UK variant clusters in Bontoc and that contact tracing is still ongoing. The mayor said those who were contact traced are already under home quarantine. Dalawa ang nasa hospital pa rin, yung regional hospital namin. Uh, isa ngayon ang madidischarge. Tatlo ang naka-home quarantine at amin ang na-discharge and are continuing home quarantine. Verjera said more tests are needed to determine whether the UK variant has indeed spread in different parts of the country. But she also said there is no need to extend the mandatory quarantine period for travelers to 21 days. Christine Sabilio, ABS-CBN News. In other news, Malacanang reminds China its laws should comply with its obligations under the United Nations Convention on the Law of the Sea or UNCLOS. This following Beijing's decision to authorize its Coast Guard to fire on foreign vessels. The move is seen to escalate tension in the West Philippine Sea. Duterte spokesman Harry Roque notes international law prohibits the use of force except for self-defense or when it is necessary necessary and authorized by the UN Security Council. Sana po uh, walang gagawin ng kahit anong bansa dito sa usaping uh, West Philippine Sea na magpagpapalala pa po ng sitwasyon. At uh, ang uh, deklarasyon po na ating presidente, tapusin na po natin yung Code of Conduct at lahat po sana ng mga claimants sa West Philippine Sea ay sumunod doon sa Code of Conduct. China claims almost the entire West Philippine Sea and refuses to recognize a landmark arbitration award that invalidates it. The Philippines and other ASEAN nations have protested China's militarization of the contested waters. U.S. President Joe Biden reinstates COVID-19 entry bans rescinded by his predecessor Donald Trump. Our North America Bureau Chief T.J. Marotok tells us Biden is also working on mending international ties damaged during the previous administration. The United States is banning the entry of non-Americans who recently traveled to South Africa to curb the spread of the COVID-19 variant first found there. Washington is also reimposing an entry ban on non-U.S. travelers who went to Brazil, the U.K., Ireland and 26 other countries in Europe. White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain says the federal government is planning to deploy thousands of clinical staff to increase inoculations. 
the process to distribute the vaccine, particularly outside of nursing homes and hospitals, out into the community as a whole, did not really exist when we came into the White House. Uh, as everyone in America has seen, the way in which people get vaccine is chaotic. It's very limited. Uh, we've seen this uh, factor all over the country where millions of doses have been distributed. Uh, about half of that has been given out. So the process of getting that vaccine into arms, that's the hard process. That's where we're behind as a country. And that's where we're focused in the Biden administration on getting that ramped up. Biden, who took office last Wednesday, campaigned on a promise to take aggressive action on the pandemic which has killed 418,000 of the more than 25 million people it has infected in the U.S. The U.S. caseload remains the world's highest in absolute terms. On Sunday, Biden spoke on the phone with French President Emmanuel Macron to discuss, among other things, the strengthening of support for the World Health Organization as they continue to battle the pandemic. Earlier on Saturday, Biden spoke to U.K. Prime Minister Boris Johnson to strengthen the special relationship between the two countries and revitalize transatlantic ties and underscoring the critical role of NATO. In his first few days at the White House, Biden made sure his staff knows things would be run differently this time around. We have an obligation, but we also have a great privilege. Very few times does an individual get an opportunity to do something that can fundamentally, positively impact on other people's lives, not only here but around the world. You're engaged in and you're working with the most, the most decent government in the world. And we have to restore the soul of this country, and I'm counting on all of you to be part of that. And it's not hyperbole. The only thing I expect with absolute certitude is honesty and decency. This coming week, Biden's team will try to convince Congress to get on board with this ambitious $1.9 trillion coronavirus aid package. American media reports say Biden will also do more reversals of Trump's controversial orders, like reversing Trump's ban on transgenders in the military, as well as taking more action on climate change. TJ Manatok, ABS-CBN News. Police in the Netherlands arrest hundreds of protesters opposed to the country's COVID-19 restrictions. Mexico's president falls ill with COVID-19 and Spain's top military chief steps down amid accusations he unfairly prioritized himself for a COVID-19 vaccine shot. This report. At least 240 people are detained across the Netherlands as citizens rallied against COVID-19 restrictions, including the country's first nightly curfew since World War II. The curfew aims to curb the spread of the UK COVID-19 variant. The Netherlands has more than 960,000 COVID-19 cases with more than 13,000 fatalities, according to Johns Hopkins University. New Zealand confirms its first COVID-19 case after being virus-free for more than two months. The patient is a woman who returned to the country on December 30th. She tested positive for the South African COVID-19 variant after leaving a two-week mandatory quarantine. Australia suspended its travel bubble with New Zealand Monday for the next 72 hours. New Zealand has more than 2,200 COVID-19 cases. 25 people there have died from the disease. Over in Mexico, President Andres Manuel López Obrador tests positive for COVID-19. López Obrador, who has resisted wearing a face mask, has been criticized for his handling of the COVID-19 pandemic. Spain's highest-ranking general, Miguel Ángel Villarroja, 
resigns after he and other defense officials allegedly received COVID-19 vaccine shots ahead of other priority groups. Local media reports Spain's immunization drive has been plagued by allegations of government officials jumping the line for vaccine shots. There are around 2.5 million COVID-19 cases in Spain. The disease has killed more than 55,000 people there. Our final word tonight is a quote from Bangambiki Habyarimana. Accusation reveals the character of the accuser more than the accused. And that is The World Tonight, the 25th of January, 2021. I'm Karen Davila. And I'm Tony Velasquez from the Philippines. Thank you. Mabuhay.